Borden. Oops. Yeah, it's not working. There we go. I like that people are going to hear the part where I'm like, that's oh, not working. Horns, horns. Only posers don't listen. Yeah. We have to like actually record that and you have to do the horns. I can do the horns. Yeah, you got to do the horns. Uh, what is it? Uh, hey, everybody. It's me, Matthew. I'm the host today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. That's and I'm here. I'm here. Uh, I'm only posers don't listen to podcasts like. Like we occasionally do with my co-host uh, Kyle, yep, and my co-host uh, uh, Ed the Punk. Hey, Ed Vice, uh, and wh- wh- co-co-host. Let's be clear. What are you? Okay. Co-co- <laughs> co-co- you're the co-co. co-assistant to you know the co-host. What? No, that's totally fine. I like being co-co-host. You're the co-assistant to the co-host. <laughs> The Some funky. office mad references there. Uh, what is it? And we, what we're celebrating today? We haven't done real. Well, we did an episode a few days ago. That sure I, did. Uh, what is it that I probably released earlier this week? Because you're probably listening to this later in the week. But uh, what is it? This episode is to, in a way, celebrate and also. We should have done this before, too, uh, just because you do interesting stuff in town, too. Uh, to celebrate that Spencer is now part of the podcast. Yeah. So Spencer is our newest teammate. Uh, what is it? Uh, he's going to kind of do, like, visual stuff. He was helping us a lot with the, the streams. I do streamy things. Yeah, and he does streamy things like streamy that. Things. And he, uh, he uh, streams um, Instagram live streams on Facebook for us, which is very helpful. Pretty fond of the rock and roll, as I understand, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it? So, um, I have a list of different, uh, like, I actually wrote out questions. We actually, like, planned ahead and tried to, like, do this professionally. Because we're trying to take ourselves a little more seriously now. Um, what is it? But it, it is kind of a special episode. So, like, before I go any further, do you want to, like, kind of introduce yourself, Spencer? Uh, Sure. Like a job interview or something. Hi, I'm I'm Spencer. Yeah, I don't know. I I, was... I like the ska music and cars, mostly well, German ones. Okay, no, but... that's a good. See, you did a better job than most people. Uh, uh, huh, um, I like uh, music and uh, I'm vegetarian. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, I no, but yeah, I I only asked that question because I was thinking about it the other day when I wrote them down, like. How do people view themselves? Like, how do you see yourself? And it's I always kind of want to get that point in because you don't know if you say something and they're like, I don't like that at all. <laughs> you know? I know whenever I get asked a question like that, I hate sounding gloaty. So, like, how, how do I describe myself without being pompous? You know, it's one of yeah, things. yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying, though. Exactly. Um, no, but I mean, I like I like tinkering with stuff. I love music. I love hanging out, long walks on the beach. Unironically, yeah. I do like walking on the beach. <laughs> okay, so uh, what is? I think the first question we want to go over is how we met you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go first. Um, the first time I really really remember actually being introduced to you was through Ed. Okay, uh, like you came over and we talked, and I knew you did a podcast and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had seen you at shows. I had seen you dancing at shows and stuff like that, and that's something I always pick up on. If someone's dancing, I'm like, oh, they're dancing. Dude, I can't, I can't not move at a show. I that's important to me. I think that that's something I gravitate towards. Like everybody in the podcast, but Sarah, 
dances. Mm-hmm. We also all have mustaches and Sarah doesn't. So we there's do. that we too. Uh, so yeah. boom, boom, boom. Unless Sarah wants to grow a mustache and up us. Because if she grows a mustache, it's a power fucking it's a move. Fucking, fucking handlebar mustache all curled up. She just shows stuff. up one day, she's like, How you doing, boys? And we're like, Oh, <laughs> And she's like, yeah, wow. who's the man now? <laughs> she's, she's, like the pod, she's like the podcast historian, so that'd be a very historic, I guess, historian, like, like very professor, a professor sort of move. Have like a tweed suit and a handlebar mustache. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Sarah's very, like, I, I feel like she's very reserved around most people. And because we know her a little better and we do the podcast and do things with her, she'll get, like, kind of ignorant with us a little bit. (laughs) And she'll, like, get all thready and shit. And we're like, oh, fuck, she's going to beat us up. (laughs) You always got to watch out for the quiet ones. No, I said that literally after we became friends. I was like, I'm befriending you because I don't trust you quiet people. (laughs) I was like, I got to have you on my side. It's like giving your weird coworker a piece of candy every day. So when he comes in to shoot up the place, he remembers. Yeah, he's like, that's the candy guy. I like that. That was a good setup. I like that. That's a, that's a nice setup, the candy guy. Uh, what is it? All right. So. I guess we'll go next. So, all right, Spencer. So, I think the first time I met you... Well, you know what? So, I was at my 21st birthday show, uh, which was actually our first show, if y'all don't know. And I uh, very was- successful. I... That was a very that was the first show that you guys did like as the podcast. Yeah, yeah, no, it really? was the very first show like live show that we've done as at a, as a podcast. That's yeah. awesome. And then um, yeah, I, I organized all of that together. Shouts out to the brewery and Aftermath Collective for helping us out with that. And uh, yeah, it was, so yeah, I don't know. You had just happened to come to my show because you knew one of the bands that were playing. Yep. And um, yeah, like we just found each other dancing in the pit. Like, you know, yeah, I have great pictures other, of those. I just like, posted them on the website. Yeah, Pat Gilrain actually uh, took those. Took a nice yeah, photo. Yeah, he had a bunch of good photos. Yeah, yeah we'll I'll share want, early. I want, yeah, I want to take a look. That might be my new profile picture. Yeah, yeah I'll, totally. I'll send them to you. But uh, yeah, um, you've been. No, that was a really fun day. You know, just... you know what it is? Like, anytime like, a, a person comes up to you and gives you a nice, firm handshake and says, Hello, I'm Spencer. Like, of course. I fucking, like, damn, I have so much respect for you, like, from that point on. It's like, damn. Thank you. Stop it, then. No. (laughs) Getting hot and heavy on the only posts you don't listen to podcasts. Podcast. (laughs) I like that you added the second podcast. I very badly want to call it that. Just because it's more annoying. Was it originally we had an S, we pluralized, because I have a weird... Like problem where yeah. I pluralize words when I write them sometimes, like accidentally. So I thought it would be a funny inside joke that yeah. if you knew me, you knew that I did that. But everyone said that they that like literally they cringed not when to I men- wrote it not online. To men- not to mention, not to be sound childish, but then we can say pee pee at the end. Wow! Uh, wow! Ooh. I like how you went right to pee pee. O p l d go right to pee pee. Who's not who's not down with that? Right? Can we tell the I'm down with it. You know what? That makes it. That actually makes sense, and not. Alex's band. That makes perfect sense. That is no, it makes perfect sense too, but it's just <laughs> I mean, an interesting name. Why? When was the last time you had it? Why did they have I mean, that, that name? Just, like, dude, I don't know who, who, we tried to I don't know who inspired about. who to make it's that genius. name. But it keeps it's people just... talking. People want to discuss even just the band's name. Exactly. You know, you know like, what? I'm upset by it. I'm upset by it. I don't know. And that's enough for them to get their point across. It's advertisement, no matter what. Jeez. I think, isn't it also, and they started the band with K, and I'm pretty sure Kodak, like, there's no Mr. Kodak. That's a name that was just 
fabricated because it's marketable. Because words with K just have like that. They, like Kardashians. Like comedy, comedy K's. Yeah, that's sure. a, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, no, but like, like it's just one of those things where it's a word that people remember. Yeah. So that's why they have two K's in it. Kodak. Okay. I, uh... uh I met Spencer. I think it was at Kickball, maybe. Kickball or Dodgeball? I think, probably Dodgeball. Yeah. Uh, we, we talked about D&D and <laughs> yes. Ska and stuff, and then later on at Ed's show, we formally, like... Really mad. We went out, yeah. and got cigars. That was, See, a, that, that was a cool hang. That was a fun. That was yeah, a fun that was a nice. Night. That was a good yeah. night. Again, I, I almost, I was almost the DM for a campaign because I think you were there too. It was at a, a dude's house where I was almost the DM, and I remember you came over later in the night. I feel like I'm in Alice in Wonderland, and you were there, and you were there. <laughs> I want to play so desperately, dude. It's it's fun. Was you doing only posers game like that? I know. Funny like, enough, my girlfriend wants a DM, so and she I had, would run any campaign. It's just. Well, DM's got to be a little okay with what I want to do. It's not going to be a total. Story. I don't want to be a DM because that's the worst position. Yeah, why would love to? But really? It, yeah. You want the worst the job in the in the thing? Do you play D and D, bro? Kinda, the only reason to play D and D is to make your one friend who did w- weeks of work very angry. See, that, like, I like that challenge. See, the issue for me is there's so many rules to D and D that I I'm gonna forget something. Like I still forget where to look at stuff on the character sheet and everything. And what version been, do you play? Uh, five E. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I play... F- I, yeah, that's the what most people are playing. There's now. a 5.5 five now, right? Yeah, 5.5. Five. That's, that's like, like the, yeah, the 3.5 modernized... Yeah, 5.5 5. Okay. 5 is like what most people are playing okay. right now. Um, uh, what do you call it? It's very similar to 5. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's a, just a way for them to make more money. <laughs> no, they, they streamlined... <laughs> they definitely streamlined it. 5.5 five is user-made, if I'm not mistaken. That's what I mean. The whole oh, the whole addition of 5, five and 5.5, five, five, like the 5.5, five, it, it, it's way more streamlined. When I, I played 3.5 growing up, and like I remember older guys giving me a hard time because they played the original. Oh, and, okay. and like three point five, like if everyone heralds three five. But if you like look, like if you the, look at the original, it's just and you, math. Yeah, if you look they at the original bad. and you look yeah. at three point five, you're like, yo, they just didn't do this game right. And then three point five, they did it right. Yeah. Yeah. And then five point five is a streamlined, better version. It of is. That. You don't yeah. have to roll thirty different. You don't have to, to roll thirty. If yeah. You stepped on a tile or not? That's you know why I think rolling mattered more in that it kept you more engaged. Where I feel for like sure. sometimes I I feel like I'm just listening and waiting for my turn a little more in the five point five. Right. And you buy a new set of dice and you're just like, you just want to roll them. You yeah. Want to fucking. So it's nice in the 3.5 that, like, yeah, dice are a huge part because you're rolling to make... You're like, I want to do this. Let me roll to see if I can do it. How hard did I do it? Like, exactly. you know, like, yeah, yeah. it's so exactly. ridiculous. But but I, I think that for new players, 5.5 is the way to go okay. yeah, by far. Because it's just... It's not as complicated. There's a little less math and you can still be engaging and write mm-hmm. a story with people. But yeah, the only reason to play D&D is your one friend spent like two weeks writing a storyline and then you fucked it up by going towards the sea instead of going through the woods. Right. Now, <laughs> I, would, I would DM on the condition that I could free ball everything. Like, That's, dude, that is go in though. with go improv, in, full improv. It's impossible. You're, you're talking about a game that's too complex. It needs structure because it, there's a lot of rules of things you can do right. and things you can't do. Well, that's the thing. I didn't play you, enough to know, like... That's the problem with being the D, the D, uh, dungeon master. You have to... You sit there and go, I want to do this. And they sit there and go, you can do it, but you have right. to do it this right. way. And it does make sense. Right. It really does. But funny enough, like, when I first started playing... Because this, this campaign is my first campaign. We've been playing a year. But when I first started playing, 
my DM was just like, I asked my DM, like, what can I do? He's like, you could do whatever you want. I'm like, yeah, no, but like, what What are the parameters? What the, What do I do? And he's like, you can do whatever you want. I was like, all right, fine. I win. I won D&D. He's like, you can't do that. I'm like, no, fuck you. I can do whatever I want. I, so, I win D&D. I won. I won D&D. <laughs> that's smart. I mean, congrats for winning on your first. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds like a sick campaign. Held, yeah. held, held the parade and everything. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I would run that campaign. Yeah. I'm a, I am Trottle. I'm a bardic half-elf that flirts with everything, gets in a lot of trouble, and my name is, how you say, jackass in German. See, I like, see, you know how to play. Just by saying, like, oh, I flirt with everybody, or I do, like, adding those little characteristics to your oh, yeah. character is what makes the game fun. Like, I used to play exclusively when we were growing up with a friend of mine, Brian, like, we were always in the same game together. We are always humans, and we were super racist against every other race but humans. And, like, that was our joke in the game. Right. Is that, like, we could, we, we silly could do this silly thing. Exactly. You and it made the game more, because, like, everyone that played with us would be, like, Oh, Matt and Dr- Matt and Brian's character won't fight with that person. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we have to work a workaround because they're ignorant, and we would do like we like he had we had some magic powers, and I remember he we, he would always like get us kicked out of bars. Oh, yeah. Like every time we were in a stop, like he would do something. He would like say it to me. He's like, "I'm gonna get this." I ran. Uh, awesome. I ran the starter campaign like halfway through because we wiped. <laughs> And I rolled a racist drow against dwarves. Like, yeah. for some reason, this drow just fucking despised dwarves. But that's what I mean. Like, it's funny to be racist in that But world. see, the, it's <laughs> right. funny in that because it's, it's speciesism. Actually, it's not technically right, racism. Yeah. It's uh, sure. speciesism. Because, because, but it's fun in the fact that it just thinking of things like that, like having a character that right. flirts well, like, to every, you know, girl. Or, it's like or, having like, a bad sense of humor with close friends. Like, you only exactly. say that to your friends because you know that they know you, you as a person. You couldn't right. have said it better right exactly. there. So, That's what, the like, best way to have it. I wouldn't go into a bar and blurt a terrible joke that I would say to a friend. Yeah, well, I wouldn't go and spit... I wouldn't purposely get my friends kicked out of a bar. But I would pre- do it precisely. in a game. Yeah, like, right. I would do it as a fun joke in the game. And right, like, because it, it just... It adds character. And it's just the, oh, here he goes again, sort of Yeah, thing. like, and it's, it's, yeah, it's more, you're writing a story and you kind of look at it more like a cartoon or a, a thing that you're watching and how entertaining it would be to you and your group of friends Precisely. versus the world, you know, like, uh, so yeah, that, I, I, that's a great way of putting it. It's like, yeah, you can be, you can be that it's, kind of It's weird... role-playing for a reason. You are role-playing something, because I think that was the most difficult part for me, because I started d and I guess, when I was... 29, so I was a little older. Okay. Like, I lost my... I would say I lost my imagination fully, but I lost the ability... Like, back in the day, my brother and I used to play town with Lincoln Logs, and we oh, had yeah. we had a whole fucking currency system set. Like, we had a cash register that people got paid for stuff. Like, I was pretty much running a campaign without realizing that I'm doing a campaign, you know? Yeah, so, Connects was my shit. Connects was awesome. <laughs> Legos were my shit. Connects were also mm-hmm. equally good. Erector set was great, and... Nobody remembers this one. The director one. set is intense. Yes, it is. You yeah. had to be like an advanced young man to like be fucking with a real director I mean, set. I don't like I don't like to brag or anything. They most definitely still do. Was anyone a fan of Lincoln Logs? <laughs> you yeah. just, yeah. just mentioned I just built, I built the town out of them. Really? Yeah, that's what we did. And I had the like cardboard had bricks all... they'd have. I don't know. If, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my shit. What was it? Too. Mega Block was the like the the the. It was a poser Lego. Yeah, yeah. poser Lego. You don't yeah. want to fucking yeah, no no yeah, Mega Blocks are for posers, bro. No one remembers this one though. There was also Capsella, which were each the, each of these little capsules. Like you'd have that a motorized connect, right? 
Not, a, not oh, a, I wouldn't okay. really call that because each capsule. Remember, okay. Each capsule kind of like you had a capsule that had a engine, and then the capsule had a battery pack that you would wire to that, and then a capsule that had like a, sh- a prop shaft that you would put over the engine to power Kinect's wheels. Kinect had something like that. We had yes. engines in it, right? Uh, yeah, they had the electric engines. Let's go whatnot. down the Kinect fucking. Dude, I had, the, I had the Kinect roller coaster, man. That was the shit. Dude, yes, I remember that. I see this. I built so many in my uh, aftercare. Like, after school, like, they had, like, a daycare kind of thing right. for, like, parents at work late. We fucking built these two towers on different tables, and we battled each other. That's awesome. It was sick. I, we got creamed, but... And I threw an answer fit because I was eight, and I was like, you can't do that shit! <laughs> My kindergarten teacher thought I was a genius because, like, I built a Connects Turtle, and... I guess she thought that, like, my parents put it together for me. Oh. And then, like, it broke in my backpack, so I just sat there and put it back together, and she called my mom thinking I was a genius. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where the hell that went, but, you know, it was a moment. It was a moment. Yeah, this plays into my next question of just, like, you're always doing fun hobbies and different things, and, like, you know, like, where do you find, like, that connection of fun? Is it just that you're just trying new things? Because I feel like that's a big thing about you that I like, that, like... There are a lot of people that are like, oh, I want to learn guitar, or I want to learn, you know, this instrument or a language or something like that. I always feel like you're like, oh, I wanted to do this, and I now do it. I, you know, I, <laughs> like, I, I learned I, how to tango dance, or I learned how to, like, you know. Dude, I would love to. No, but that's what I mean. Like, you'll say, like, oh, I'd love to learn that. And then, like, a few weeks later, I'll see you, and you're like, yeah, I bought a book on it. <laughs> and, like, oh, here's a video of me doing it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's actually doing it. He didn't say he wanted <laughs> to learn it, not- and then... Don't move me, on with his life. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I still am definitely a person that says, dude, I'm going to totally do this and I never fucking do it. So, like, <laughs> I do keep up with that. But I guess it stems from, I've always, I've always had a hard time focusing on doing just, like, a particular thing. Like, in fact, it's almost played against me for a while because when it came to go to school and figuring out a career and everything like that, I was jealous of friends that came to the, like, came to a conclusion of what they, they knew what they wanted to go to school no. for, what they wanted, because I thought about going to school to be an auto technician, but I didn't want to just, I didn't want to leave with just an auto tech degree. I ended up leaving with American Studies, which is liberal arts with sprinkles, but, <laughs> but, but it, I left Liberal with, arts with sprinkles, yeah, bro. Oh my God, I'm sorry, I couldn't get, let you get away with that. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but I left with that degree, because again, I left college not knowing what I wanted to do with my life. And so, like all of America, I know. I know. <laughs> no, right. this problem, like the dudes this problem like, I'm is just a biologist. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> this problem is just mine. I don't know what you're talking about. The only people that know what they want to do, like their whole entire lives, are psychopaths, psychopaths. And, and 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 congressmen. Like dudes for that sure. like run for politicians, they're like at they're like I can't smoke pot in second grade. It's like <laughs> I want to run for office. And there's a, another serial like they'll catch me quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. But I mean, and I guess I tried to stick to one thing. Like cars was my hobby most of it. You know, I mean, I enjoyed music. I always, I've always loved ska music, so I would go to shows and whatnot. But I guess in recent years, I've been trying to rather than fight my desire to try different things. Like embrace that about me. Like. I don't have to be a person that will be a mechanical engineer one day because I, you know, I want to try more than one thing. I would be, if, if anything, if I did something like that, I'd be sitting around wondering what it would be like if I didn't do something else. If that makes sense. And so I just kind of want to embrace my own chaos, you know, because wow. there's there's no getting rid of it. So it's just it's a personality it's, trait. You're like there are a lot of people that are likable, and there are a lot of people that are like, um, how do I say, it? just upbeat people. And you're definitely those things. But it's like, it goes another level when it's like, oh, wow, like, 
I want to learn that too. And you're insanely generous too, because like, I didn't know you that well and you helped me crazy with my car. I also like crazy. And then you like fed me and shit too. Look at you feeding me too, man. I mean, I'm making dinner as we speak. <laughs> no, I mean, we it's all love in this house. Like, we also, oh, yeah. Yeah. but I, that's a theme that I try to do with the podcast. We lucked out with your to... car too, though, because it was a really simple. Thing. It was so easy. Yeah. I know. I can't believe it was that easy. Yeah. I was like all worried it about it all oil. summer. It, <laughs> it was like it was like a fucking spark plug or some shit. Where's the thing that attached to the spark plug? Uh, the the uh, ignition coil. The ignition coil. Oh. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. I know cars and stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean, I guess it's one of those things where I, I, as hypocritical as this statement is, I've always tried too hard to be humble. I like, I never gave myself like. That's a wonderful thing to be. What's that like? Well, (laughs) honestly, awful. Like, I would never give myself credit for things I knew, and like my automotive knowledge, I would just bat away as "Eh, everyone knows this stuff. What, What makes me special? There's nothing you pull cards on people for. Like somebody starts talking mad shit on German cars and you're like, Oh you're no, absolutely. Fucking... Oh, yeah, absolutely. that's what I mean. Or, or just some motherfucker starts talking about cars. And like listen, I don't care if, if someone doesn't know about cars and wants to learn, I love that. And I would love to be there for them. But if someone tries to pretend like they know something and yes. they're, just, they're just going off, yeah, yeah, I swapped this Ferrari motor into my Civic and stuff, I'm like, what? Yeah, okay. no, you, no, you didn't. Dude, seriously, <laughs> straight up, I will whip my junkie guard out on anybody who's <laughs> talking shit on drugs or mm-hmm. like sitting there. I'm like, boom. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You put your dick on the table. Yeah, Enjoy. seriously. No, I, I, for sure. But yeah, so I guess that's why. And not even my one friend. Originally, I wanted to. My Instagram used to be Das Flaming Turd for my rat car, but I wanted to have like a more versatile. Like I wanted to be myself, not just my car. I didn't want my car to be my only persona. So I was trying to think of a name. I thought about doing Master of None. Turns out that's a wildly popular yes. Netflix series. Yeah. Never heard of it until I tried, I Googled the name to see. Yeah, it. it's, oh, uh, what's oh, his no, name? I, I forget his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a pretty good show, actually. I've seen the first season. It's got a lot of different, so yeah, that's why I went with uh, Amateur Everything. Because, okay. you know, I like to I like try it. everything. I like it. I like that. That's a pretty cool, uh, like, full story on that. Uh, okay, my next big question, and this is something I'm very, I'm an, I always loved anime. You know, like mm-hmm. always a big fan of anime. Um, but uh, you go to the, you do the cosplay sure. and you go to the conventions. Absolutely. I've only been, it's funny. There's like this weird connect with punk rock and anime. When I was really young, I didn't talk about it or like tell anybody. I'd watch all these weird animes and sure. like never That's say anything. Sure. I went to a, sh- we were supposed to go to a show in New York. We were supposed to go to a venue to buy tickets for a show in New York that was happening. Mm-hmm. And our friend who was older was driving us. On our way there in Cherry Hill, we saw a convention, like signs oh, for yeah? a convention. Oh, right and he goes, holy shit, we're going to this convention. Like call your parents. We're staying here for the weekend. Like I'm getting us a room. Right. And he's a little older and I'm like, Oh my god, do they know? <laughs> like, do they know that I like anime? I'm in the car like, oh, oh, oh. Like, we friends. So like we get there and he's like, he immediately walks up and goes, Do you have any rooms left? I'll take whatever you have left. They're like, Yeah, yeah, we have some rooms left. So they take so they take the room and uh, we get a room and he immediately goes out and buys booze and stuff and like brings his room, shows us the booze, and I'm like, What are we doing? He goes, dude, we're gonna party and we're gonna get a bunch of girls. And I'm like, what? Like, dude, oh, we, yeah. we're oh, dorks. Yeah. I'm like, we're dorks, dude. We're not going to get girls. He goes, no, 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 you don't understand. He goes, we're cool here. <laughs> and, he goes, and he goes, and he goes, this is like the only place in the world where we're like, we're alphas. 
And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, all these dudes are fucking dorks. And they're just like staring at girls drooling from afar. I'm just going to walk up the booth girls all day and ask them to come back to our room. And we're going to be back here with a bunch of girls. And I'm like, you're full of shit, bro. End of the night, I'm standing <laughs> in a room full of girls with like four of my guy friends. And there's a girl sitting on my lap dressed as a gum from a Jet Set Radio. Nice. And I'm like staring at him. And he's like, I told you, bro. And I'm like, how did this work? <laughs> well, I mean, it's so uh, conventions are a newer thing for me. I didn't, I actually kind of went through a phase where I told myself in college I needed to, and I air quote, grow up. So after I graduated, I quit my ska band. I was like, it's time. I really went through my own phase of like, it's time to conform. I was dating someone at the time too that just kind of, she was, um, me, me. That's where I'll leave that. So, but <laughs> like, I, I can't, I came through, I think it sounds pompous, but I kind of had like a personal renaissance where I'm like, I need to, you know, I, I love these nerdy things. I love toys and I love little things going on that, I don't know. I wanted to embrace all that. And so like. As I got older, I learned to just say fuck it and fuck any stigmas or opinions and whatnot and just enjoy myself for what it is. But funny enough, by doing that, I noticed that people also will either reach out and be like, yo, that's awesome, like the RC boat or bicycle, yeah. like, I want to learn how to do that, or I, lo I love watching you do that. And really the only enemy I had was the myself in my own head. Right. So it was, it's just been, and like conventions have been amazing because everyone there the only people they don't take kindly to are people that don't take kindly to people. Like, right. That's that's really yeah. what it comes down to. And like, he, I mean, Jeroni's mentioning all that stuff. Like, there is a whole, there is a whole sex side to convention life. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. my god! I mean, people have specific rooms, and everyone's very open about it too. It's like, oh yeah, you want my buddy's hosting a BDSM room if you want to go join there. Yeah. And like, and for me, it wasn't. It was just new to just watch it. Or just witness it being so casually talked about and stuff mm. like that. But then on top of that, everyone's just like discussing, I don't know, everyone was just really happy and fun. Right. And everyone seems so comfortable and like, I want to be a part of this. this yeah, is, it's a cool culture. This, it really is. And I want to be, I want to be a part of that. So we touched on a lot of the, the cosplay and convention stuff. Sure. Um Did we, did we go at all over the, the Twitch stuff that you're uh, a part of? No, not really. Okay, well let's get into that. Um, sure. You... Are on Twitch. I am indeed on Twitch. Uh, can you tell us a little bit, a bit about that? Absolutely. I uh, I'm amateur everything on Twitch as well. Which uh, the the first E and everything is a three because there's nothing original on the internet anymore. And I need to change it. But I actually kind of like the way it looks. But yeah, no, I've been streaming a bunch of video games. I do mostly like adventure stuff, like Breath of the Wild Ooh. and just Super Mario Odyssey. I kind of it's always been a bucket list thing of myself to want to play every Zelda game ever made. Yeah, which will keep me occupied for quite some time. Yes. <laughs> so I'll probably dip down that. But once I move to my new place, I want to set up like I pretty much commandeered the whole basement. So I want to set that up as like a stream basement slash workshop. So yeah. I have a scooter from the '80s that. I had running, and I took it off the road, and I want to get it running again. I would love streaming, wrenching on that, too. Just hang out, listen to music. Because, for me, streaming gives new value to doing things that I love. Like, right. for, it was coming back to that whole, like, terror, toxic, I-need-to-be-an-adult mentality I fell into. Like, streaming gave new value. Like, people watched me, and... I was creating something. I wasn't just sitting there playing video games. And yeah. help, that's what helped get me back into playing right. video games, because mm -hmm. I quit all that for a while. And, like, it's just... A fun community of people and like I don't know I just really enjoy it I would love to do streaming building cosplays or wrenching on things or I don't know maybe crack up my trumpet again. right on yeah, yeah no, what, are, what are your favorite games like right now and like also of all time sure uh Super Mario Odyssey is absolutely amazing right it, it, it like I got the childhood giddy feelings I got when yeah. I first played Super Mario 64 <laughs> yeah. like it's just such a it's just a fun it's, it's not so a, fun it's not a difficult game 
but it doesn't have to be. It's just a fun, colorful, right. vibrant sort of uh, game. My favorite game of all time, though, is uh, Major Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask by far. It is such right a on. dark Ooh. and decrepit game. Yeah. The undertones of it all, and I love like it, there's just there's just, there's been no other game like it. Like in terms of the time mechanic, and I thought it was I thought the difficulty of it really made it what it is. Because I've actually yeah. I've never beat the game. I've never. Wow. I've, yeah, I yeah. Huh. when I played it as a kid, my parents started to uh, monitor my game usage more, and they only let me play an hour at a time clip. Mm. So there's certain parts of that game where you just need to put aside two hours or something right. just to get through like the Stone Temple area and whatnot. But I loved like all the dark undertones of it, and then like it's it, it, it's a heavy game. Like you oh, watch for sure, you watch yeah. the Zora dude die right in front of you. Yeah. Rated E for everyone. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and but like it's just so it's beautiful. Have you dug into the Soul series at all? Soul series. Dark Souls? Uh, no. no I've oh, wow. Yeah. It's Adult Zelda. Is it really? Yeah. You will lose your life to the game, as I have. It's, <laughs> it's my favorite series. Uh, everyone always heralds it as like one of the best games ever produced, but there's a real reason for it. Of course. There's hype behind it, but it's not... Well, that's that's not the same based thing. on anything. That's the same like, thing as know? like nerd culture. Like people would mock nerds for liking things, but like once you re there's a reason why nerds like something because it's fucking fun. And so like if someone if you could just reach past the nerdyism and try it out yourself, either watching an anime show or playing D and D or picking up a video game, you might find that it's a lot of fun also. Right. It takes a lot of courage to kind of push aside like the. I guess stigmas of things and like still involve I, yourself in it. And, and that's and, really admirable of you. And I have like, so many friends that, or I shouldn't say so many, I have a few friends that like, they stuck, you know, I had friends in high school that, and they stuck with the nerd side of them. And now they are making beautiful cosplays and fan art that they sell prints at conventions and like, and there's a whole subsection of people that make bands based right. around video game music. I mean, the Super Thrash Brothers are fucking yeah. awesome. Super Soul Brothers are amazing. You have the whole chiptune. And it's amazing to see how much nerd culture has evolved. And I like I often do wonder, if I never left it, where would I be? Well, your story is what... I mean, it, it it's kind of an echo of my own story, where it's like I was kind of denying my like so much of a part of myself. Exactly. Where it's like once I found it, it was like... Because I need to You be know, you got that deep breath oh, where it's yeah. like, oh. It's me. Yeah. It's just, I've been, like, trying to avoid this because of, like, what may result, but exactly. nothing that's come out of, like, me liking and I love... punk or whatever it may be has nothing sure. bad has turned out of it. Of and course I, not. I hope that the same is probably for you. If it's, right. it's, it's, I mean, if anything, the opposite. I've met amazing people that I still keep up with on social media that I'll only see at conventions and whatnot. Right. And it's just... It's just such a cool. It really is, and even past well, not for nothing too. But you're a very friendly just being. Like it's not, not hard to get along. You're with like you, one of the most like, people yeah. ever. Well, oh, thank you. It takes very little for you to be like, I'm on Spencer's side here. You <gasps> I'm know, bad at taking compliments. <laughs> I, I, I totally get that. I'm too. like, um, uh, I need to compliment you now too. You're no, <laughs> you don't need no, to. No, you're friendly. <laughs> Fuck you. You're friendly. <laughs> you son of a bitch. We'll do this here and now. But, uh, but um. You, uh, also with the, the Twitch streaming, you also run a podcast yourself. Um, I do. Let's, let's get into that a little bit, right? Sure. The podcast is called Shootin' the Shibby, uh, based off of my one, or the name originates from my buddy's radio show at college, The Shibby Shack, which was the fast food place that they go to in Dude, Where's My Car? Nar. Uh, yeah. So we, we do a lot of, we do a lot of nerd culture. We'll talk a lot of video games, a lot of music. 
it's mostly, uh, I guess, it's, it's so hard to explain my own podcast. It's like, it, it's mostly a lot of anecdotal college stories. I like to think of it as like bonfire talk. Like the stuff, you know, you crack a few jokes with your friends and whatnot. Maybe you get a little deep in some moments mm. and stuff. But it's just, we try and kick it, have laid back. Like a lot of podcasts are structured with questions and like, or like they're centric to one thing. Like uh, how, uh, what is it, the last podcast on the left does like murder mystery stuff. But we just like, we like to get a little bit of everything. And it's and we just mostly we like to meet cool people. I've used the podcast as a tool to be to like get to know others because yeah. they're interested. Right, I'm coming on. I'm interested in getting to know them, and it's a great way to meet people and learn. So, how long have you been doing that for? The Shibby Shack has been around. For... We did our ninety fourth episode. Oh wow! Good, yeah, we're almost so, hundred there. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting to the big one zero zero. All right. Yeah. We're getting there. Um, I guess we've been doing like a year and a half or two years now or something. Uh, I've been very fortunate enough to actually come on and be a, a guest yeah, on your right. podcast. Yeah, I got to eat uh, very hot salsa and uh, hot sauce with you guys. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. And uh, who, so who else does the podcast besides you? Sure. We have me, Spencer. You have Brian and Bob. We have a few people that kind of come on from time to time. And like doing a weekly podcast does catch up with you, even though it's only once a week. But oh, yeah. so what we we took on a few people. So one of us, if one of us wants to dip out, you know, someone else can come mm-hmm. pop in and whatnot. So, um, but we've also been. We're also we do it on Twitch. So if you look up Shibby Shack or Twitch dot com slash Shibby underscore Shack, we're on there, and uh, they'll also stream a few video games on that Twitch as well. So. No, that's awesome. Who are ha- who have been some of the uh, like the, what have been some of the highlights? I guess for the uh, the podcast or the, some of the people you've had on. Definitely, um, definitely the Super Thrash Brothers. I met them at a convention, Colossal Con East, which is fucking sick because it's a cosplay convention at an indoor water park. So you already got girls that like to dress in lewd cosplays and whatnot, yeah, and dudes and everybody. Amazing, oh my god, it's so much fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I'm being a boy, but like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> oh, it's it is. But see, it, what's great about it, though, is people appreciate... Like, obviously, there's the neck-bearded fedora folk that are fucking creepy and need to know their place. But... Some of them are fine, too. Like, okay, well, I say that... I've met a lot of, like, neckbeards and I stuff know, I know. that are just, like... Just kind of clueless. Like, they just kind of want to pat on the back once every so often. Like, hey, you're not like harassing people and shit. Like, no, you're a fine it's, person. It's, it's, you know? when, it's when they go up to a cosplayer and like, where's my hug? Okay, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. There's, there's that and in there's every so, like, social thing. Like, cereal box. But like, it's just one of those things where everyone just appre like it's it's okay to Sometimes appreciate. I'm that neckbeard. Of course, you know, we've all had a girlfriend constantly, <laughs> where, and she deals with it. Right? I'll say, "Where's my kiss?" You know, peg me in my ass. You know, <laughs> the small She'll things. Go, yeah, the small things. <laughs> Pegging is not a small thing. I don't care what, I don't care what relationship you're in. That's fine, do you, but that is not a small thing. That's not I a first date kind of no, thing. No, that's fine. I was just getting at the Super Thrash Brothers at, at yes. CCE. Yeah, so right. CCE, I saw videos of, and I just saw, I was like, you know what, a week before it happened, I said, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I bought a pass, I went on a Facebook group that was all people trying to buy and sell rooms, and I just roomed with six people I never met before, and I just went for it, and it was one of the best weekends of my entire life. That's but, awesome. Oh my, it was amazing, man. Yeah, and like, when I first walked in the, I'm an, I'm an early riser, especially when it comes to cons, so like, I Me got Me too, up, I'm an early riser. Yeah. I got up and I was out and uh, there, I saw this band setting up a table and they're like and they're like yeah we're the Super Thrash Brothers we do a bunch of video game metal covers yeah. and I saw them and like my face like fizz, like my jaw dropped I'm like oh, that's amazing when are you playing and they told us and so funny enough it turns out I was the first person to come to that booth and they're like when I left they're like 
we need that. We need more of that. Yeah. And so I remember I just got acquainted with Ed at this time because uh-huh. it was around September. Right. And so my drunk ass goes to the Thrash Brothers show and I'm like, I need to show him how we do it shore style. <laughs> and so I just fucking open up a pit and throw the fuck down. Hell they, yeah. They still said, no, not trying to brag too much. They did say I'm still the most uh, active person they've had at a show. Oh, but bland. That was oh, yeah. definitely some bragging that, rights. Oh, that absolutely. is some bragging rights. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I was honored. Big fucking time. I was honored. And like, yeah, man. it was just... I still have their CD. I bought their CD, like a CD t-shirt combo, because I fucking love them, and their t-shirt's amazing. It's like Majora's Mask with two gloves and shit. Um, but I I still have their CD in my car, so every time I turn my car on, the, the, my car's default is a CD, so I've been listening to Super Smash Brothers nearly every day for <laughs> since September. It's almost going to be a year. Yeah, but no, I uh, so later that night... A uh, fire alarm went off because, of course, it did. And so I, because <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> of course, right. So I walk. I walk out. I was in my hotel room at the point. At that point, and I walk out, and all of a sudden the door opens, and it's Brian Carroll of the Super Thrash Brothers. I'm like, holy shit, you're the Thrash Brothers. Like, holy shit, you're the drunk guy. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and we ended up just partying the whole night. He right came on. on the. He came on the show. I had uh, Brooke. Um, of Babbling Brook, she does animation on YouTube, cool. like a lot of fan stuff. Like uh, she does, you know how people take um, Markiplier and Jacksepticeye Let's Plays yeah. and like yeah, yeah, animate yeah. over them. Mm-hmm. She does that as well as she does her own sub thing called Drunk Cosplays, where she just gets shit wrecked, dresses in cosplay of a movie that she is about to review and reviews it, and it's hilarious. It's amazing. She was amazing to me, and really, it was just mostly, I guess, in general, the the vibe of. Just positivity and happiness that everyone was there. Like, there's no question of... Nobody cares about, you know, the modern... I don't know. No one cares about anything but just enjoying themselves and enjoying each other's time. sure. And it's just the the best feeling ever. So now that we're kind of getting into music, um, you say you felt like... Well, we touched kind of on that you felt that you were late to the scene, but... Sure. When you were first introduced to the scene, do you feel like a, a great alienation or anything? Like... Well, this is more for anyone who feels that's like a good they, question. they belong to the scene, but that's are a good question. kind of wary. Absolutely. Um, I think it p- kind of plays back into my own toxic mindset, which, by the way, therapy's amazing. If you think you want it, go for it. <laughs> I yes. actually st- started going like very a few months ago, and very I feel like it's very beneficial in, in my uh, It's one of those life. things where even if you think you're normal, sometimes just voicing the normalities you have in yeah. your head to someone, and they're, they're like, dude, that's not normal. Like, I think it's sometimes like... Sometimes you just need that. But so, not normal is such a bullshit thing. Let's not. Well, when I said that, it's like it's not normal for me to come. So I guess one of the reasons why I never got into punk is I was afraid, uh, especially in my early ages, I was afraid of getting judged. I so thought, much of that is just propaganda too. Like, I know. I, oh, I can tell you how much. Yeah. Like, it was very judgmental for a long time. It, it still kind of is. But in that small, small people action. assume that like the scene is filled with like bozos who like want to cred check you nonstop, and it's like yeah. I know, especially for me, like anyone, even if you've never listened to a punk record in your entire life, like if you just have like a feeling like, hey, like I'll check this out, I'll welcome you with open arms every time. Like, mm-hmm. and even if you find out that it's not for you, like, thanks for giving it a shot because this means everything to me. Well, that's, you know? why, like, that's why it comes to learn. But like, and I'm talking the early days, I'm talking like middle school and the high oh, school okay, and stuff. Yeah. But I was also like, if you didn't like classic rock or muscle cars, I thought you were stupid. Like, I, <laughs> man, <laughs> I 180 but. <laughs> So, but my own, it was almost my own personal stigmas is, or not stigmas, but my own, the poor thoughts that I harbored were the reasons I didn't get into a lot of things. And so, I don't know, I just kind of saw like that a punk scene still alive and well in Asbury Park. Because I originally started coming to Asbury, just a great bar scene and fun times. But like, you start to catch snippets, like you see, you know, the, (laughs) the Asbury and folk in their punky looking outfits. And I'm like, 
I want to I want to go to that. I want to see what <laughs> that is. And so I do, and like I come to realize, like I don't know, I had no idea it would play out this way, but like punks are just like fun loving nerds. Yeah, and yes. it's very nerdy. Literally, it's very, yeah. it's, very ner- it's a very we're, nerdy thing. We're and, very much dweebs. And I've also noticed that like every single genre, elitist nerds. Oh, for sure, <laughs> <laughs> to, to, maybe. But like I also noticed too when it came to punk music, like every punk person I've met also was passionate about a certain type of music or always open to listening to a new type of music. Right. And so like the group that I thought would not be, you know, open to new people was actually turns out to be the most open ones. At the end of the day, oh, because yeah. people like I think uh, there's a stigma. We all felt it, you know. Like we, I think everybody goes to my that generation. Like punk was kind of cooler, or a little more like whoa, cool. Yeah. Like, when I think Matt was growing up, for it me, was more it was dangerous. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was such just an abstract. Like what? What are you doing? Listening you, to that? But like, when you talk to people about it, like I remember being in high school and I'd be like, oh, I go to punk shows or I'm in a punk band or something. People are like, oh, you mean like the Rolling Stones? They'd be like, right. oh, you mean yeah, like the Ramones? Ramones? Yeah. And you'd Ramones. be like, and they'd be like, oh, you missed that kid. Like they kind of talk to you almost like if you were a hippie exactly. in '99. You know, really, like at the end of the day, if you enjoy something, it's not hurting someone else. Fuck everyone else. Enjoy it. Just embrace that. Enjoy but it. it was kind I of totally... a stigma. It like it put me down a lot. Believing yeah. like because I had no idea there was a New Jersey scene or a scene. Right? Nationally at all. I thought right? that punk genuinely was dead, so I was like, am I wasting my time on this? You know, so I did give up for like a couple of years of my life where I was just like, alright, I'll fall into this pop punk thing. Because I, I, again, like I do openly very much love like even the more recent pop punk, like, I there's, there's nothing wrong kind of with that. I feel like it's that. just, I, I know where the elitistness comes from because I feel it on both sides. Like, I remember feeling that awkward and outside. And I also understand how it feels to be a person that dedicates themselves to something that people don't think exists. And then somebody tries, tries to put it on like a uniform. Right. right. Or like a, a, a Halloween costume. And that's so weirdly offensive to you uh, it, I think it, it should a very be. important question where it's like where do you feel now that you're introduced to the scene like the people that make it up I love it I, I, I absolutely fell in love with it I fell in love with because even funny enough even at your birthday show I was yeah. super self conscious that whole night Wait, was a really? Huge, yeah. really you were that dancing point, with all of us I was I was that was all a, that was all a huge mental breach for me trust me <laughs> like it's but again if from an outsider's point of view you looked very confident yes I guess that's the best way I can put it. Fake it till you make it, baby. I don't believe that, but okay. No, well, so, I mean, <laughs> confidence is a funny thing where like it's not even faking it till you make it. You practice until it sticks. Like it's, right. it's that's a better that's a better way of putting it. I just I was, don't like that fake it till you make it like attitude because I feel I like I was just making that's not being genuine. I feel like being genuine is what sells now. For sure. You know? It comes back to everything I was talking about before about getting back into nerd stuff and putting it on Instagram. And people fucking reach out to me and say how much they love watching my stuff. And it like it motivates me to do more projects that normally yeah. I would fall into the mindset of like, oh, what's the point? Oh, it's not worth it. Oh, I might as well do something else. Like, no, fuck well, that. Well, it's also like poses are a very real thing. Like, not so yeah. long ago, we had a guest over here that... They were saying, like, they had the skateboarding career and whatever, and I was just like, whatever. Like, I heard it out of some people's mouths. Right. But they showed me examples and, like, showed that they were, like, really about their shit, and I was like, oh, wow, like, you're telling the truth, you know? Like, it's <laughs> right. it's, a, it's rare a lot of the times, you know? No, it's for hard, sure. It's hard to read people on that kind of stuff. And I think that's just it. If you're genuine, like, if I came into that day, like, saying, oh, yeah, I fucking love punk, I know all these bands, and I'm just blowing out my ass, like... People pick up on that, but when you come into something and they're like, "This is awesome," and I know nothing about it, uh, it it actually comes back to conventions. Also, I met a um, there was a guy that was making a uh, a VR game where it's just a very big, 
immersive thing where you go to different worlds and the graphics are beautiful. Yeah. And, like, I'm talking to him about it, and I play trumpet, and one of the worlds is, like, a, like a horn bass. Like, all the plants have bells on them. Oh, like that's an cool. Yeah, it was sick. And, like, I'm just watching him get giddy and light up because yeah. he gets to talk about something he's passionate about. Right. And I love that feeling. I love watching people get excited over something they're passionate about. Right. So when you come into a, a scenario, like coming into the punk scene, where it's just like, yeah, I mean, I'm a scout kid. Obviously, you get a little punk on the side. So, like, I know a little bit about it, but I want to learn more. It's like, oh, my God, you have such a world to see. And, like, people light up because they're like, yeah, I get to share my passion with somebody that Definitely. actually is interested in it. So it's – and that's what it's been. And like I said, I couldn't believe how much it comes full circle with the fact that people love, like, nerdy shit and just... I, I, I don't know. It, it was mind-blowing. It, it, the only thing I think about is, why did it take me so long? Yeah. And I mean, I can well, answer that question. I feel but. the same way, but it, there's never too late for punk as long as you really feel it. And Dude, it, never too like, late for punk. No, punks will identify it, too. Like, if, never too if late you're just for in it for, like, seeing what it's about, no one will shut you down. But, like, it's obvious that, like, you had a craving for it, you oh, know? Totally. And it's, like, always you're going to be welcome for that. I feel, that, and this might be controversial by some people's feelings, I don't think the punks are made. I think we're born. I, I yes. think I think that you're, you weirdly, people, there's, it's not, it's a fringe thing. It's not for everybody. It's about people being, feeling awkward and going, I'm going to. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take that chance, you know? And it, for some reason, this is the thing that gravitates for us. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Uh, maybe because of the art, maybe because of music, maybe, you know, there's a lot of reasons why, but I, I really don't know why. Right. Um, uh, I stepped out to use the bathroom, so I don't know if they asked you this question. Uh, no, did um, they... we, we covered some things... Uh... Where I think we're at now is like, what are, what are some of your favorite local acts? That That's exactly what I was about to ask. Okay, yeah. Local acts, um, see, I'm so bad with memory and remembering, like, I could, if I see I faces, I'm about to say, you're a fucking encyclopedia. It's That's why he's on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm a computer. No, I, I love, when it comes to that shit. I love yeah. Thirsty Guys. I Great band. Yeah. Great band. Guys. Yes. I think yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun. They're so much fun. And they're like, they encapsulate the reasons why I fell in love with ska music in the first place. Awesome. I love, um, what was the hardcore, what was like the ska Fat core? Chance. Yes, the ska core band. With like the, was it a Barry Sax or Tenor Sax? We, inter we, we oh, just interviewed them. Lacey on, I think... It was a bigger one, I right? I think it's tenor. I don't know if it's yeah. baritone quite. But... Baritone's big boy. Baritone's yeah. big boy. It's like a loop that goes down. So, all right. But, tenor sax, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm loved, good friends with love that Fat Chance. Yeah, we just interviewed them. them the other day. Love, love. Those when I first saw, because I was introduced to them at your show at Bond Street. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, I, like, I, my jaw dropped. Show stealers. Dude, and... If my, it wasn't for that lineup, too, like... Oh, it was, probably was a great That shit was... Dude, Muckrakers fucking yeah. Oh my, like too. every every last you want to talk about like, fucking Kyler of the Muckrakers? Oh my god, don't get started. Really, he's ridiculous. Yeah, they're he's so good. It's him. Yeah. It's him and his girlfriend, and he just they, they like I, I watched one of the streams. They they in a month they have a hundred followers, and he's getting commissions. It took yeah. me it took me a year to get to seventy five. <laughs> But Kyler's like also like just one of those Hustle. friendly, friendly just friendly bodies, dude, like, and he hustles. He, they but, don't sell you on anything that like you want to you support know? them. Yeah, it's like you want to. They're just so good. They're so nice. You just invest yourself in them before they like really sell it. You so know, I'm pretty like, sure they're just so involved. I'm pretty like, sure his Twitch or their Twitch is Kyler Sane. I think it's yeah. they. I don't want to say one way or another. They is I think is safe. Oh no, I reached yeah. out. To, no, I meant they as in it's him and his girlfriend. No, I actually okay. I reached out to him in terms of oh, gender okay. because. I kept on when he kept when he would hop on my stream. I kept saying him, but on his yeah. Facebook, it's kind of like a her thing. But he he doesn't. He's not bothered by gender. Okay, I, okay, okay. I reached out because I that's what, you know what I, I always get self. 
I always get self-conscious, and whenever I get self-conscious, I start stepping over things. Like, uh-huh. if I, I don't, I don't, I don't purposely misgender people. You know, it's, it's no. an accident. It's just maybe. Right. I think yeah, that yeah, that's, yeah, where it's, it's that's where it's, that's where it's offensive. And, and, where it's, per- when you're purposely doing course. it. Like, I just forget sometimes, and there is so- certain social call cues that I like learned that I sure. think I think are normal and but I've never <laughs> I've really never met a trans person that got offended with gender assumption that was right. some stupid yeah. ass meme that got blown way out of proportion yes, definitely and whatnot like you know they'll correct but respectfully and very yeah. much so almost like like I, my name is Matthew some people call me Matt I prefer Matthew like you know right. people don't get that mad about it exactly I always say like people always blow it out of proportion. How it Absolutely. goes every single time if you mention gender, someone's like, hey, I actually go by this. Um, I prefer yeah. you call me by that. I know it takes time to learn. Just do your thing and just try to respect right. it. So, if you slip up, that's part of the process. And that's just one thing I love about conventions also because being people are in cosplay, you have a lot of cross-dressing, this and that and whatever. Right. And the whole the whole like <laughs> gender debacle or whatever is all out the window because everyone's just there having fun. Right. Are they trans? Are they dressed up as that? Who fucking cares? Who human cares? Being? Yeah. Right. And that's that's... Amazing, and it helped. And actually, it helped me. Being surrounded by that has helped me a lot with correcting my own uh, language that I use or whatever. It just and it also made me more comfortable because if I see it's one of those things where it's like, uh oh, I see a trans person. Am I going to actually misgender them? I don't want to do that. I hate. I have a controversial sense of humor, but I also hate offending people. Yes. And yeah. I hate, yeah, yeah, I hate yeah. the feeling of not being liked. And right there with you. <laughs> and so I would never. But like as soon, I don't know. I. I I've been getting better at not getting self-conscious with these things and know it and learning to just trust myself to be myself so I don't slip up after getting self-conscious. Right. It's a vicious circle. But no, I mean, conventions, again, I, I love how just open... It's just it's It's been a great tool on top of just being a fun time, learning a lot of new things and experiences. Now, yeah. um, what is it? My big... I see that we, we... Some of the questions I saw that you even covered just in our... Uh, us asking okay. you stuff that I kind of figured that would happen. Sure. So I kind of want to get to the last question but before that I kind of want to get into my like reason why I've asked you to be part of the podcast that I don't think I do this enough with everybody that I'll start doing individually. Uh, what is it? I, I've had this decision slightly with you. Everyone I've ever asked to be part of the podcast, we, we kind of make a decision now as a group because there's a few of us now. Sure. Uh, Ed being the first person I asked to be part of the the podcast besides like me doing it and like tony help tony with two girlfriends helping me um we are now involved in this community we're uh i don't want to say a voice oh small voice let's put it that way a small voice in a small community and i feel that it is important to highlight people that i think would do a better job than some of the people that are doing it (laughs) and i feel that everyone that is part of this group are are people that should be the voices of that next that next generation not next generation like of this 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 uh, community and it just doesn't happen enough so I I like a lot of the things you do and what you stand for uh, I love all all of your social media stuff I love <laughs> all that and I just enjoy the overall fact of like trying something new no like totally being okay that you're scared to try it but it's okay and just being a genuinely nice person like I think that's a hard it's a hard it, it's it can be hard, easy to achieve like being liked it's not easy to achieve just being known as like a genuinely good person where everyone's like oh I, he's yeah. a good guy he's a nice guy like and i know like when you helped me fix my car i was blown away but i remember saying something to devin and devin was like oh who used to live around here was the singer coward he was like i really like him 
and uh-huh. he should come to more things and be involved in more things just because like I see that he likes that stuff and I just like if we called that like I want more kids that are like him to be punks than I do other people and I was like yeah yeah I agree totally um, that's the coolest for that shit yeah and so Devin there, Devin's one of those like, people he just says out, right? exactly Dude, what Devin, you want to hear I, I, I got to see the last coward show yeah I was there too I'm hugging him crying during their yeah. first set it was one of the greatest shows that was ever. phenomenal um, the energy in that room was amazing. Yeah, it was. He shouted you and I out, if you remember. Yes, we it were, did. We were dancing respectfully. Oh, yeah. That's why I think so much of what dancing is, too. It's like, I've exactly. done the, like, the beat up shit, and I've done like the respectful thing, and I've really. Res- right. When it comes to dancing, I realize in my core, it just comes to me letting it out through my body and not on anybody else. Mm-hmm. I think like, it's fun. I think it's really fun. No, I do too. And actually, I met, I went to a different show at the scene, and. I was dancing, there's this one kid in the pit, and he got tossed up in the air, and he was just like, he was crowd surfing, and then I was the last person to get him, and I just kept going, and I brought him to the bar, like, I, I set him yeah. on the bar table, he took a shot, and I brought him back to the pit, like, the floor is lava, so I didn't touch Darn. him. The floor was, is lava. And later, I had a, it turns out he was a younger kid, and I don't know, well, I don't know how young, but he was a younger kid, and his father was there, he's like, hey man, you know, thanks for being respectful, and, uh, and stuff like that, and I didn't even, I don't know, I didn't even think about it. I was like, yeah man, of course. And I think that's how mostly is, too. You know, most, I, I, in fact, you know, people have this huge stigma that pits are there to, for people to hurt people. No. And that's that's just not true. Although, it was kind of funny. I went to, it was, uh, who was it? It was Lil Wayne, and was it Green Day? I went to that, too. Whoa. Was it Green Day? It was okay. uh, Blink-182. Blink-182, that's what it was, yes. I knew it was a... Uh, it was Green Day, Blink-182, and... Uh, Neck it was, Deep. Well, it was, Neck, in, was it Neck Deep? Yeah. It was, no, they, Green, Green Day wasn't there. It was Blink. Yeah. It was Blink-182, I'm sorry, yes, yeah, I got confused. Yeah. No, but like I went. It was uh, Taylor's birthday. They played. It was at the PNC. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was on her actual birthday. Someone bought us. But it's just like so. Somebody actually opened up a pit on the lawn area, so you had a pit at like a thirty-five yeah. degree angle, which was hilarious in itself. But you saw a bunch of like little little Wayne fans that were just like, "Oh, this is a reason to push people." And so like people he just quit dancing. the next day. He did. Tour, yeah. He did quit the next day because it wasn't big enough for him or something. He didn't Sucks. Like it. Yeah, not uh, enough of his fans went out to the shows. It was kind of a strange. Like, dude, my one of my first concerts ever. I went to go see the Rolling Stones with my dad, and the person I opened for it was up and coming artist Kanye West. Wow. Who? That sounds kind of familiar, you saw right? I saw Kanye West. I saw Kanye West. I saw Kanye West open for the Rolling Stones. I've what? seen the Rolling Stones, and that's pretty awesome. That but that's when was this? This was, I think, good on Rolling Stones for being like was this Kanye West is well, coming out. Well, yeah. that's what they did, but, like, you have to understand, I was the youngest person in the crowd, people are coming in with their walkers, you know, throwing them away to rock out, yeah. like, who the fuck is this Kanye West guy? Like, it was, I, I respect the idea that. of, you know, helping, of helping bring an up-and-coming artist up, but maybe try and match the genres a little bit in there? Yeah. They, uh, I think that that is an important thing, like, where, I, you know, people always say they like the idea of, like, a mixed uh, genre thing. I think it only works really in DIY spaces where people are, like, yeah. obsessed with music and stuff For like sure. that. And even then, you got to have, like, music that people are kind of in that same realm or right. familiar. Well, that's why I've been, I've been enjoying, obviously, I'm watching a lot of the... Uh, Ed the Punk like uh, concert live streams and whatnot yeah. and like that's what I love about the people that come on yours because everyone like you have so many you have um, you have the noise kid you have people that come on with acoustic you have punky people and like it's just all different genres but it flows so nicely because everyone has the same idea and we're all just happy well, punky like as Matt and I will tell you like it's all a vibe like that it's is. very much we a vibe there's a sound sa- yeah there's like, a there's a sound but there's a vibe where there's bands that like you were saying. Are yeah. not are not punk, but right. they're punk. Like, 
We can sniff it out. Yeah, well, that's like, why you, I always say the most the, scent, you the know? most like, the most punk rock motherfucker has ever lived was Fred Rogers. Mister Rogers was there defending tele like wholesome television yeah. in front of Congress, like confronting everything. He was preaching, you know, great uh, documentary, racial. I see. I never even saw the documentary. It's really, really good. I can't. I, I need to see it. But I mean, he was even like during. Uh, the height of racial prejudice, he had a, I'm pretty sure it was a, a cop, he had a black cop come and stand in like this little kiddie pool and they were just having right. a moment together. And like, it just, he has a bunch of great metaphors. He, he yeah. really does. And like, I find him the most punk person punk that's ever lived. Punk. Absolutely. I mean, West Baptist church tried to protest his funeral. Therefore he is punk. Oh, yeah, right? They punk tried to, they tried, they oh, tried yeah. to protest his funeral cause he pushed ideas of equality and like everybody, How you know, dare he, my children's like, punk really is pushing for like the anti-flag right was like everything. very involved in stopping their protest. Obviously, I, I, remember, like, I, yeah, I remember it cause I was a fan of yeah. those. Which like Nazi skins obviously like fuck off, but they're not real punks. No, like real not. punks. We tried to do our best to be on the right side of it. It's a liberal-minded a- attitude or is, ideology. But, but that's okay. Like, None of that fuck shit. Yeah. None of that fuck shit. Especially um, not around here. For real. And I, 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 For the re- sure. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, like, definitely. There aren't Nazi skins really in... Not not a regular scenes. thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I've not, seen Nazi skins like, when I was a kid. Really did push them out. Yeah, they're pretty like, much not not in our state at least. No. Uh, may, maybe in some other select places, but not in our state. Mm-hmm. Not in numbers anyway. Right. Um, what is it? My just to kind of round off our last questions, and well, we're kind of coming to the end. Quick. Unless you have we, we something else. We did get else. a little into genres, but uh, you mentioned ska and ska punk. Sure. Like, what got you there? Like, uh, Streetlight Manifesto. By easily, so so I guess I it kind of one of those things where you mentioned where the people are born punks or whatever. I gravitated to a bunch of like ska music that was on in the '90s before I realized that it was ska music. Like I did. Like, Most people did, right? Yes. They so, lied like, to you because they couldn't use the word. Right. It's, it's an evil, I, evil word. Dare I say, you know, well, that's... that's the genre I mean, that not, shall that's, not be named. For sure. And, like, that's why I give credit to Real Big Fish. It's like they were always... They always said that they were a ska band. They never tried to hide anything like right. that. Whether you love or hate them, I love that no about No doubt them. dropped the horns after the first the first uh, you album. I ended up hating them just because I realized, like... Their first Scott two albums are the only good ones. Yeah. The silliness and stuff. And ska can be a really in-depth genre where it I like addresses that it both, political though. issues and stuff. And it, I love the silly it's stuff. It's very radical. And I love the fact that you could, that it can have serious notes with silly, like with a silly well, yeah, sounding song. That's what drew me especially to Scott was that there, so many genres touch on sorrows and heartbreak and just, right. Like, okay. Not many songs touch on like just Joy. That yeah, you're, like that's a good point. Religious kind of. Like, that's a good point. It's just upbeat music for the, sure. for the sake of it. It really is a happy genre, probably at least third wave, and like it's kind that's of still rejected. Which like what what I want to see Scott do is we reject the goofiness side of Joy and just be like. Fuck is this time? Because it's brothers are hardcore it punk. Sure, life is uh. a wonderful fucking thing, and I'm in a nihilist ska punk band. But even still, we try to just like, I look, it is fucking bleak, but isn't it nice sometimes? Absolutely. Like, can't you just sit back once every so often and be like, my one friend said right, it. Back. I wouldn't trade this for a fucking thing. My it's one friend said, said "Ska's yeah, like emo that. with a smile." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, yeah, I think that's, I think that the, the biggest, the biggest problem they have, what I connect most with it too, what you're saying is it's kind of an underdog music. Yes. And, and I like the fact that punk, 
you know, we can pick a punk is a very broad thing and a very, you know, expansive yeah. thing nowadays. Mm-hmm. But it originally started as like a bunch of white suburban kids who di- disagreed with the Republican right. dads and like, <laughs> made this yeah. overly liberal minded community right. that for a long time was talk. And now is in the past, like five or 10 years has definitely shown that it can be more open minded with women and minorities and stuff right. like that. Absolutely. Not just be talk, mm-hmm. but ska has it's hard because you have these genres of music. Even emo dealt with that where it's like your brother is hardcore. Your other brother is punk right. and you're the goofy dancing, like loud dressed that's, person. That's why I love I mean, It's great because you have a lot of people that take their genres very seriously, but that's only like Scott's fucking garbage. And I'm like, yeah, I think and they get back they're to really missing out. I think that that's what explore a little more. Taking it seriously it. is not taking it seriously. Like, taking Scott exactly. seriously is, is being goofy and having a sense of humor about it. And punk really didn't get that until like punk and hardcore really didn't get that until hard times. Mm-hmm. Until we started right. being like laughing at ourselves and stopped being so serious, we really didn't have that moment. And Ska has always had that moment where sure. it's always been able to look inwards. And I mean, I will say this, Ska, old jaded Ska guy is the new jaded punk rock guy. Yep. Uh, and that's a little sad, but... Well, I am that jaded character, but it's like... No, you're I not. Just don't... No, you're not. Don't put yourself well, like that. I can like, name I bands. I can drop band names right now that are... Skywalkers. You know, Sky is a very goofy job. <laughs> you guys are jaded. It can be, and savor that too. Like, you know, I thank God for us that we have a. No, you're genre. right. There's Absolutely. nothing. There's... But also, like, the community does perpetuate kind of like a, uh, we're not real music or whatever. Like, we're kind of laughed at. And it's like, the more we recognize that and accept it, the more we cripple ourselves. That's why I love the work. No, you're absolutely right. Bad Time, Sky Two Network. They're saying, yes, we have been a silly genre. We're trying to drift away from that, but we don't want to lose the happiness of it because I, it's like that's fair. That's true. once every so often you have to say, "Hey, I cherish this moment. I have these phenomenal friends Absolutely. where I just want to hug them and be like, thanks for being a part of my.'" I think bad times represents life. new. Yes, I think that that's the only thing that they encourage that's different from other things is they're encouraging new. Real and, Jaden and, Scott yeah. fans would this like absolutely ignore them, and be like, "Look, this isn't too." They dumb. definitely this wouldn't like the way bad. it's going, but I think that's but, an. This I think that's an imagination. I don't think I that those kids really right. exist. Yeah. I think that that's a idea of, oh, a real big fish sold a lot of records, so you got to be like this to sell a lot of records. Well, I really don't... The song is called, it's about selling out, though. That's the fun of it. But that's that's, right. but they're and ma- then they have like 30 other songs about how... But that album is great. Not, oh, that's a great album. And it's... But that song, it, it's a joke. It's so it's punk. It's a joke yeah, it's show, so, yeah. yeah, it's so punk, you know, in itself. This is why I'm so tremendously grateful that you and I especially are going to have our own kind of subsect of this. Yeah, uh, that we're Scott definitely going I'm to be I'm working so on, yeah. I'm excited for We that. both broadly agree with, like, what the state of ska and ska punk is. Sure. But we have different, like, genre tastes, but we both want to see it advance in the right way. Of course. We need and a show where you host all the time. Yeah. Like, that's, that's like, you're better at this than I am. So I, I, I want to do that. How do I host against Spencer? Like, we're both just voices. There's no real host, I think. If it's just me and Spencer on mic, like, we both are just kind of these personalities, and we can both take the spotlight at just different times. I think that our clash is just one of the most healthy things that the Scott community especially would benefit greatly from if we portray it. The Scott community is an online community, and I think that that's why you focusing on something like that would be in your best interest. And I think that it's something that we want to do. I'm seeing videos of, like, these eight-year-olds... 
like watching Scott's Network just kind of bopping yeah. around. And it's awesome. It's and so cool. They wrote to Jeremy and they were like, It's Punk Rock 101. Yep. It is. Scott Two Network is his favorite. Like he just jumps around to this. He doesn't know what the words mean or anything. Jer- yeah. This, and that's gonna build, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. is an amazing human. This is being. gonna build I them into album too. Even if like they grow out of it, uh, like they. they're gonna be touched by Scott, oh, that, and that's yeah. all Wait. that this music needs to do. Wait, they're they them. Scott, they, yeah. Scott Two Network. Oh, okay. Jer- Jeremy do, does uh, neutral. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't trying to. I was just you. No, I was confused out. when we talked about the same person. That's all. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. But I mean, yeah. I, I'm nothing but looking forward to this. Me too, man. Never deny yourself of your punk ride or anything because you belong yeah, to as much as anyone. And that, yeah. that plays into my last right. question. Yes. Uh, what is it? About the town. There is... We live in Asbury Park. We do. And as, uh, like, you know, two... At least two of us are super townies. Me and Ed. Are, are, <laughs> oh, yeah. we're, me and Ed are... Ed is, like, the unofficial mascot of Asbury Park. <laughs> and, and, and the mayor. podcast. That's the mayor. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, some people yeah, might think real. so. Yeah. You know, like... My dad's um, up there too. Yeah, your dad's oh, your, yeah. your dad your dad and your mom are super townies. Yeah, they're like they're absolutely. like you're like second generation townie. Yeah. <laughs> like, like but um you are one of those figures too, kinda in our town that you know, gets trying, around man. and knows people. But you you and I think that's part of the I reason I asked Volkswagen you. before you. <laughs> just the just like I think I it's important <laughs> nowadays with social media and the way that things work. Everybody's famous. I, I have this attitude that like okay. we're all kind of famous. We're all kind of celebrities. Sure. And it's how what your degree is and how you take it and like what you do with that. And I feel that you do well with your celebrity in our little thing, our little community and stuff because it's upbeat. It's never. It's always genuine, and you stand behind it. Um, do you like being a townie? Do you? It does it bother you? It bothers me sometimes. Really? I yeah. Really love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it, and I hate it a little bit too, but. I've actually always wanted to have like that cheers mentality where I can walk into a bar yeah. and it's just like Yay! it's very much that yeah, yeah. it very much I've is that because I used to I used like I guess my old goal was like to just travel the world in a Volkswagen van which still sounds neat but I also just through taking so many weekend trips recently whether it be to cons or just to visit people here and there I also have learned to love just being able to just enjoy my town. For what it is. Like, I keep... Every time I walk around Cookman or something, I always have, um... Fucking shit. What's the... My town, my street, <laughs> keeping peace of mind, can't be beat. Yeah, I love... Like, I just... That's stuck in my head all the time. <laughs> and I, I don't... I like... I don't know. I like the uh, idea of being acquainted or, like, being part of the town rather than just... I want to be more focused on helping my community. That's why, like, if someone has a car issue, I know stuff about cars. And I think... In a way, we can all help each other out because we are a very communal town in, that, the, lo- in the local sense. That's a good way of putting it. I, I just think that it's nice that, like, you embrace it in a good way versus, like, just trying to... Like, I, I feel like sometimes I try to ignore it because it, 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 like... I don't know. It affects my, my psyche a little bit because I want to be modest. And I feel like I'm people paying that, attention to what I'm doing is kind of weirdly not modest. But it's not my fault, yeah. I guess, in a way. I don't know. I guess I really don't... I don't really consider myself on that point. I mean, maybe I am, and I just don't. It comes down to the same idea of like we wouldn't thought, have asked you I to be part of the even before I met you. Like I've, I've heard of you. Like, really? I don't yeah, know. It, yeah, I, I wouldn't have asked you to be part of the podcast if you didn't have that kind of like. Okay, let's let's be honest. Like we're all people in our community that are making a, a name for ourselves a little I mean, bit. Yeah, I'm trying a, a little bit, and in, in that sense, I'm well, trying. I'm you know, like that, not. That I think, especially now, like. With the podcast group, I think that we have a real shotgun spread. 
sure. of outreach where it's like, if you don't maybe agree with Matt, you might agree with me. If you don't agree with me, you might agree with Spencer. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little. We all have our opinions. <laughs> I mean, none of us are racist. Like, we're not going to no. spread the whole thing. We have the same game, morals you know? and values, yeah. Right. But broadly, like, you know, one or more of us may hold, like, a weird opinion about a band or whatever it may be. Like, some will get along Like Sarah, who hates System of the Down. Impossible. Really? Impossible. She, I don't get what it. What are you doing? Uh, Sarah, give it up. Listen to Toxicity and come It's back. so good. It's Shut up, Sarah. She's such, a mo- she's such a, a music Nazi. Man. Now I love her to death, but God. <laughs> what a fucking record. I'm I love that. After we dude, cut this. Like, I love that all yeah, historical do. things Just she wants you, destroyed Sarah. except for mental institutions. Like, if it's a <laughs> mental institution, she's like, save that shit. But if anything else is trying to be saved, she's like, it really doesn't economically make sense. Like, she's so practical <laughs> suddenly. She's just wicked smart. Like, she sees a whole... I just love that she makes the justification for the thing she loves. Like, her, like it sneaks past her, her intellectual part to give her that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I guess to finish off, that's one of the reasons I was really excited to come on here as an actual member of the podcast, because I want to establish myself more. I think I've done pretty good. There's been a few missteps along the way, but of course. But we all have them. Yeah, yeah we do. But, um, but yeah, I'm just really excited to see... I'm excited to... Go to the places this podcast goes and be more become more acquainted with the people that surround it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much... I mean, you've said briefly, like, your podcast is more of a fun thing yeah. with your friends and stuff. I do take it a little seriously That's and, and try to... I want to I wanna do it. I want I want to yeah. make it something that we're doing, you know, like... And when I said for fun, I'm not trying to say that we didn't take our podcast seriously. We do We do try and market, and I do want to talk to you because you're good at uh, social media marketing and whatnot. We, I think, I think the Shibby Shack podcast really does have potential to be something big, bigger than what we have it right now. Yeah. It's just a matter. The podcast market is just so heavily saturated because the best part about podcasts is also the worst thing about podcasts is the fact that anybody can do it. I mean, it's just, we're just a bunch of dudes sitting around a phone right now talking. Anybody can do that, right. but so which is magical because that means that anyone can get into the community. It kind of sucks at the same time just because the community is so uh, saturated. So like, what what would why would someone want to listen to the Shibby Shack? Like, I like but the name. What I always say is that I think it's about having a anyone niche. can listen to a fucking podcast. Anyone can cover what we cover. Look at last podcast on the left. Anyone can my favorite research one. and state facts. It's the characters that you listen for. That's why you come back. We're yeah, selling that's... literally ourselves. Like, you're right. a, that is my hardest personality. Matt has countless fucking stories. That yeah, that's my hardest part about it. Like, is selling myself. We're selling sure. literally ourselves, and I think that we have enough personality. Especially with you as a part of the team, that we have nothing but market value. It's just a matter of us pushing it. Well, right dude, I think we like, can get a we can get a flag. We can throw it out yes. the back of my car, go around town with it. And stuff. Well, you guys want to start this other segment, and I want to kind of try to get your guy. Like, I want to try to set up a network eventually. You know, okay. like the only posers is the network. Uh, maybe this is the flagship show. That was our original and then, intention. And then check, taking yeah. other things that do things like we don't have a video game comic kind of mm-hmm. you know nerd thing and i do want that to be sure. there so we were hoping that maybe we could all collaborate eventually uh in any way that anybody feels comfortable i don't want to put my name on something that you know people don't feel I okay with you know, or put a banner above it where sure. they're not okay with no, it i think it's the, the dawn of a very beautiful thing because i have um, a friend that wants to host like a local podcast convention where yeah right. local podcast uh, i have they cards hang out they've done that before in asbury it didn't go very well no. Uh, I know some of the people that were involved with it. They they kind of agreed with me that they were new to setting things up and okay. that they you know they made some mistakes they're they're on their way and stuff. But really, I think it's about getting. So um, it was a dash con. 
<laughs> I think it's a matter of getting something that I, I don't think we're at that point yet. I would love to do something like that eventually with pot. Yeah. I think it's really more about bringing live shows or our live podcast to a local thing where we're Dude, locally doing absolutely. things like that. And we'll talk more about that as we collaborate tonight because we have a lot of uh, stuff to cover. We're going to eat yes. dinner right now and uh, absolutely. stuff. I made a bunch of food for everybody. I'm hungry. And, and that's going to be trying. I'm going to try and keep that a theme where I make people dinner when they come over and stuff like that. You know, be. All embraceive and what's on the table tonight, Matt? Why don't you let the listeners know? I made uh, I made potato pancakes with uh, some with onions and some with peppers, a little cheese in them and stuff. Uh, I made I made a bunch of um, what are those? I can't remember the name of the vegetable now. Um, Kale? No, I did kale salad. Asparagus, thank you. I, for some reason, asparagus. I always forget asparagus. asparagus. It's always on like the tip of my tongue. I did asparagus for uh, my favorite green. for Spencer without the bacon. I did oh, it wrapped in bacon with everybody else, and I made some biscuits that are just like easy throw in the the oven biscuits. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, I also made a top roast for everybody too. Um, I just made a bunch of food because you know just figured we'd eat out next next week. I'll cook it before everyone shows up, and then it'll be ready. <laughs> I didn't mind, dude. I didn't mind watching you walk around your uh, Zelda apron, fucking yeah, yeah, tossing stuff around. I, I love hearing the sounds of cooking and the smells, knowing that that's about to be in my gullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I always forget because I'm used to working in a kitchen where people show up and then I make them food. Uh, gotcha. uh, what do you call it? But yeah, thank you so much, Spencer, for taking the time. Thank I know you, we're I know we're getting kind of back into I'm, the role of things. So look forward to uh, I don't know if you guys have an official name for your segment yet but uh I think it's just going to be called the Oddcast. I found out that there's that's an already something called the Skycast. Yes, there we're is. We're going to obviously focus on ska but like mm-hmm. we're both just kind of like we'll discuss odd folks yeah. And stuff. So, <laughs> so you'll you'll hear more about that. Like, um, yeah, I like that. Ed's going to still do the live streams on Tuesday. Um, Yipper, throughout me, June as well. Yeah, and me and Sarah will try to do some history stuff. And we have a history episode that we're preparing for you guys of the Black Death. Um, going over that whole thing and how it relates to what's going on right now. Sure. Um, and I'm trying to think we have... Uh, we'll, I would have already released the Fat Chance uh, uh, thing because I'm releasing oh, that yeah. tomorrow. Uh, I so, love that podcast. Uh, if you're not listening to that and listening to this, check that one out. What? Which one was that? The the Fat Chance. Oh, okay. so that yeah, was for my birthday. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be releasing that tomorrow. So listen to that. Probably and my favorite local group. Yeah, uh, amazing, amazing guys. Yeah. Uh, and right. listen to them. So yeah, check out Spencer's podcast. You're... Follow che- his Twitch. Follow his Twitch. Uh, do you have any other shout outs, Spencer? Uh, I mean, I guess shout out to you know Brian and Bob at the Shibby Shack. They're the ones that kind of. Brian was a huge person in getting me back into nerd culture and whatnot, and I used to just surrounding myself with those kind we'll of people. We'll have to do a full episode awesome. with everybody then. Well, do we want to cover the last round question real quick? Uh, what, what do you, what do you, go ahead. The, the cartoon question. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we ever asked them the cartoon question, so yeah, we'll definitely do that. Uh, my, uh, final question that I totally stole the idea from, uh, in the actor studio. <laughs> uh, what is it? If you could be three fictional characters, um, uh, preferably animated. Uh, which three characters would you be, and which one do you recognize with the most? If I could be three, like three that I think I am, or three, three that you most relate to, and the yeah, one you just, relate the most to. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Fred Fred Berger from um, uh, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Okay, Fred awesome. Fred Berger, yes, that's awesome. a really good one. That's a really good one. Just I love those. I, I, I love just I, I've become I've appreciated people that can be happy go lucky and just ignore <laughs> everyone else's bullshit, and that's Fred Fred Berger. He's a simple dude, but he just, he is unapologetically himself, and I love that. Um, probably Double D from Ed, Ed, and Eddie, just because wow, the, nerdy, the nerdy historical side of everything. I think I said Double D. Yeah, right yeah. on. Good choice, good choice, good choice. Um, and then maybe 
Beast Boy from uh, Teen Titans, the OG. Beast Boy is from Teen Titans. Is that because you Teen want to give it to Raven? Yo. Oh, absolutely. Who got That's my whole fucking... <laughs> Who that's the only reason. That is literally the only reason. I mean, Raven pretty much started the e-girl theme, the, e- the fucking e-girl look right there. Everyone saw that and be like, I want to either fuck that or be that. She's the prototype. E-girl is the new evolution of, of emo. We're just going to have to accept them eventually because the music is no, terrible. I, who doesn't want that? Who's like, oh no, girls dressing like Raven, get away. No, exactly. it, it's the, because it's all fashion right now and it doesn't have like the music movement behind it that's slowly building. Right. See, that's why I disagree with you with the whole elitist thing, though. If they're having fun, it's like, no, no, no. Oh, I'm I'm man. being an elitist in the fact that I'm admitting that I'm going to have to deal with them. Uh. I'm just not fully okay with it yet. Fine. Well, the thing is, too, so much of that movement like is involved. Like a lot of these people wear like Nirvana shirts, and like I actually know like Nirvana. Like sure. a lot of people want to discredit it's a ba- them. It's like, or a lot of people find actually. I mean, honestly, the same thing with me in middle school. I bought a social distortion shirt because I like the logo with the skull yeah. guy and the martini. Like I had no idea it was even a right. fucking band. It's a beautiful. I was, I was that then, but that was one of the things where I'm like, oh, well, I bought the shirt. I might as well look at the music. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, oh, this is really fun. This is punk. I thought punk sucked. <laughs> but, I'm serious. That was like that yeah. was a huge moment. I, I think that it's a real big collaboration of a younger generation dealing with literally a hundred, almost a hundred years of social like media. Actual media and yeah. actual entertainment and stuff like that and digesting it all at once because you can be this kid that grows up now and love Back to the Future movies and mm. love Scott. You know, you can love these weird things that don't really fit in your genre, but were obscure at that time even, you know, right. so I, I, I do think it's a thing that we will accept, you know, I'll, I'll get over it. Uh, <laughs> um, what is it? Is anything else? Anybody? Rock and roll forever. Rock and roll forever. All right, guys. Yeah, welcome, welcome Spencer. And yeah, welcome, Spencer. Can't wait to do welcome things aboard. for you. Dude, I can't wait. All right, guys. Wait. Thanks again. This was fun. Thank Cheers. you, everybody. That's not the That's right. the ending. That's the beginning. And this is the ending. <laughs> thanks again, guys. Spencer. Only poses to listen. Bye.